What's the first thing you do when an insurmountable problem crops up? Well, it seems like from asking people that sort of uh, we, we fall into two camps. Some of us go straight away to friends and ask what we should do. Others of us try and work it out on our own and see if there's a way of solving the problem. Well, there's an interesting story in 2 Kings chapter 4 of an unnamed woman who had a really insurmountable problem. And I think there's things that we can learn from her about what to do when this happens to us. So this woman, she one day she went to the man of God, who was Elisha at that time, and she said, you know that my husband was a good man. Well, he's died and he left me with debt. And now the guy who we owe the debt to is coming to collect my two sons as slaves to pay the debt. Elisha says to her, well, what do you want me to do? Tell me, what have you got? She said, nothing. Well, I have a little bit of olive oil. He said, okay, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go around your neighbours, ask for a load of containers, not a few. And then you and your sons are going to go into your house, lock the door and start pouring the bit of olive oil you have into these containers and setting them aside as they're filled. So she did what he told her to do. And she went into her house with her sons and started filling the containers until the last one was filled. And then she went back to the man of God and told him what had happened. And he said, OK, now sell the olive oil. There'll be enough to pay your debts and enough for you and your sons to carry on living. So uh, let's go through the story. First of all, the first thing that she did, she went to the man of God. And that shows that she had hope that God could sort her problem. We don't have to go to a man of God. We can, but uh, or a woman, but uh, we have direct access to God because of Jesus now. So however insurmountable your problem seems, first of all, have hope in God that he can sort it. The second thing she did, well, she. the second thing is that she felt she had nothing to contribute to solve the problem. But actually she had not just a bit of olive oil. What else did she have? Maybe pause the video now and go back to the story, Second Kings chapter four, and see if you can work out what other things she had. Maybe you saw she had neighbors who were helpful. She had two sons who helped her with the miracle. Uh, she had a house that she could lock the door to where she could be with God while he worked the miracle. Uh, and most of all, she had access to a miracle working God and she knew how to go to him. Or maybe that's another lesson for us, that to look around when the problem seems insurmountable and see what have we got? What have we got? Have we got family? Have we got neighbors? Have we got a home? Are these in any way useful for this solving this problem? Can God use them? Like he used the boys' small lunch to feed 5,000. It might not seem like anything to us, but God can use it. Uh, and most of all, have we got access to a miracle working God? The answer is yes, we have. So the next thing was she went and she did. She listened carefully to what God or the man of God told her to do. She listened carefully and she went and she did it, though it seemed crazy. And uh, maybe that's, that's what we have to do. Quite often God's 
solutions to our problems seem crazy. I'll just give a few examples. For instance, we might feel we just haven't got enough time. Do you know what God's solution to not enough time is? It's to take one day a week, a Sabbath, a day when we stop doing everything, all the things that we feel we don't have enough time to do, we stop doing any of them, take a rest, spend time with God, and you'll see what he can do with that. Maybe your problem is you feel you don't have enough money. You know what the solution, God's solution to that is? To take 10% at least of what you do have and give it to God or give it to the poor. And when you give, suddenly you'll see how God can provide for you. Maybe you feel lonely and like you have no friends. Well, do you know what God's solution is? To reach out and be loving to other people and help other people. And you'll see how God turns your problem around. So in many ways, God's solution can seem crazy. And yet he uses what we do have. We do have one day in seven. We do have 10% of whatever money we have. We do have people around us who need us to reach out to them. And in so many other ways, we can use what we do have, obey God when he what he tells us to do clearly in scripture and see how that solves our problem. And then the last thing she did was she reported back to the man of God and waited for further instructions. So I think that's a very important part of asking God to solve our problems is remembering that when he does solve them, we report back to him. And you can imagine how she reported back to Elisha that when she'd seen God performing this miracle in her own home, uh, the joy she must have felt and how she must have thanked him. And that's what we mustn't forget to do when God solves our insurmountable problems.